0: Welcome back to Building Better Businesses in ABA with me, Jonathan Mueller. It's a weekly podcast about the forces reshaping our autism services field. Learn from successful entrepreneurs, payers, investors, and leaders in applied behavior analysis. Thank you, kind listener, for letting me into your world today. Now on to the show. My guest today is Mordecai Meisels. Mordecai is a BCBA and the founder and CEO of Chorus Software Solutions, a premier technology partner for ABA practices. He's also a bold visionary, combining his clinical expertise and desire to help people help people. Mordecai also serves as the chief clinical officer of Encore Support Services, a leading provider of special education and ABA therapy services that has impacted the lives of thousands of children. Mordecai, welcome to the pod.
1: Thank you so much, Alan. What an honor.
0: Oh, it is my honor to have you here. I've known you going back a few years now. In fact, I think I first heard you speak about Chorus in, uh, gosh, it must have been 2019 or 2020, right before the world shut down with COVID and uh, we were at the Autism Investor Summit. But I got to start with like one of the things that, that I'm so taken by with you, Mordecai, is you're a like-minded entrepreneur. Um, I mean, you have a services practice. You've got a technology, a SaaS business in our ABA space. Just tell me your origin story, dude. So it's really
1: interesting, growing up, I was always very entrepreneurial. I remember always being fascinated by all different types of experiences. And at one point I told my mother that I came up with a solution. I'll just do something else every day of the week, because I just was so conflicted with what I'm going to grow up doing or being. So honestly, growing up, I didn't know what I want to do, but then at one point, and my journey actually started as a teenager where I was faced with various colleagues that were struggling and. I started helping them. My passion for helping people and my entrepreneurial spirit merge, and that's what happened. So my journey started with really being passionate about helping people and then helping people help people. Being a provider in the field, being a a special educator, and then a BCBA, I saw the need of not only helping children, but helping hear things, and I cared so much about helping people So I established Encore and then later Chorus, not for the sake of innovation, but for the the sake of helping people. So sometimes it just takes innovation and going the extra mile to really be able to accomplish what we really need to accomplish. And the impact that we're really trying
0: to make. Mordecai, you know, we talk a lot in ABA about we're working ourselves out of a job if we're being successful, right? We're doing great parent training. We're helping parents to be the best that they can be, right? For the other 24 hours a day you know, or however long that they're with their kiddos. And I think it's that way for an entrepreneur too, right? And, and if we are being effective as an entrepreneur and someone who owns these helping kind of businesses, then we're helping our teams around us to grow. And we're almost working ourselves out of a job. I mean, there's always a million one things to do as an entrepreneur, but I think you've touched on why I love your, what, your personal mission statement of helping people to help people. And it's so needed in our field, especially for these adjacent services business that are serving ABA practices. But, you know, it's like on that point, it's fair to say we're in like the second or third inning of our maturity, right? As an ABA field, Uh, we have so much farther to go um, to meet the rest of where healthcare is. Do you think that means that software solutions that are meant to support the field are in the second or third inning or are they farther behind or where are they? Excellent question, Jonathan. We're actually in an incredible, incredible era right now.
1: To be able to leverage technology when it comes to an autism practice in so many different ways will have an incredible impact on the Korean, of our families, our practitioners, our care team, the effect that it's going to have efficiency, operational efficiency, and enabling and empowering organizations to focus on what's most important, child progress outcomes is unbelievable. We're basically coming from a place where people were literally designing their workflows and their practices and the procedures around the software capabilities to a place where we can literally have practices design software to support their dreams, their vision, and their real goals that drives culture, outcomes, progress, and achievement. Um, so I think that's really tremendous. And the total, total mindset test shift for what software really was well. from being this burden and sort of painful experience to more of a companion or co-pilot experience, so to say, which is game changing.
0: Yeah, this is a really important point, Mordecai. that, I mean, you've been in technology for many years. I used to work in Silicon Valley and I was in technology, but I think a lot of people in our field might not appreciate that exactly what you said, software is supposed to work for us and in our workflows, not the other way around. We're put supposed to adapt to the software, right? So like, tell me more. Let's peel back the, the layers of the onion. What needs did you see at your services organization, um, Encore, and in the field that led you to start Chorus?
1: Our technology journey started in 2014 when we came to the realization that there's nothing out there that really supports our business, with the way we do business and really Support our vision. So we set out to develop our own. We were building out our own. We saw how much technology actually empowered our organization, accelerated our growth, our growth in quality, in quantity, in outcomes. And we realized that we're onto something special. And that actually our experience is the experience that every other provider actually experiences. Every provider has their unique vision, their unique style, and their unique need. And the software solutions out there were one size fits all. So in 2018, we set out to formally establish our entity of Quorus, to commercialize our platform, to be able to empower and enable other providers and other practices to be able to leverage the same type of technology that we were able to leverage and achieve the same types of goals and accomplishments that we were able to accomplish.
0: Well. I mean, it's, it's a phenomenal journey that goes back nearly a decade. Give me a couple examples of how course is different from other practice management systems out there. And also, I'm really intrigued by how, how did it help you accelerate growth? How did it help you improve clinical outcomes?
1: We'll just highlight a couple of you know aspects or perspectives. Number one, having that understanding that every practice is unique really pushed us to develop a platform and not just another solution, because even if we would develop the best solution, it would... Certainly cater to some sort of practice out there, but definitely not at all. So we made sure and that's something unique about our platform that we make it personal. Being a platform being built out of Microsoft cloud for healthcare enables us to really personalize and customize our platform towards the very unique workloads, needs and specification of each specific provider or practice. Um, so that's a huge unique. The second unique i would say being that we are a platform we are enabled and empowered to position ourselves as a partner and not a vendor we're not just a vendor we are a partner partnering in understanding how your practice operates what's unique and important and priority for your practice and then partner together to personalize our platform to best suit your unique needs and priorities to be able to scale in quality and quantity. And then we have a lot of different, very unique features. As I mentioned, we don't innovate for the sake of innovation. We understand, we deeply understand the needs of a practice. We really pay so much attention and put in so much thought to understand each persona from a practice, BCBAs, here hear technician, what type of experiences they need, what type of access they need, what type of automation they need. We innovate in all of those areas. So a couple of highlights i would say we are the first truly all-in-one platform starting from crm we call it client relationship management practitioner relationship management all the way through revenue cycle management catchphrase we use is from crm through rcm we're truly a all-in-one platform and i would say it's not just have a one-stop shot it's more about leveraging the data throughout that entire process there are so many different aspects that have to come together in the ABA practice. So really leveraging the data back and forth in the right way, in the right time, in the right place, that's something that we were able to accomplish by really going that end-to-end approach, which was really tough, as you mentioned, a long journeys. We didn't settle for going really modular or only focusing on certain areas because it came from that understanding that a practice really needs To have everything centralized and everything related one to another, each part of the practice is related to another part of the practice. And you can't have those different functions, different data, and different features and silos. Everything has to talk to each other. So we're truly the first all-in-one platform out there. We also follow the industry's best practices. Another thing that makes us really unique is the openness of our platform. We believe every practice should own their data, have access to their data put their data to work. So we have an API literally in every level, every entity. Our uptime, privacy security, leveraging the Microsoft infrastructure and credibility, something that really was, gave us a head start and given our partners you know, that confidence and security that they're looking for. Another unique is that we're truly the first and only mobile-first experience for BCPAs. While many other solutions offer mobile experiences for a BF technician, we put ourselves Issues understanding that they're working on the field with children, and with nine seven one five five adaptive behavior be treatment with vertical modification. You shouldn't have to slap out of a laptop, right? You should have mm-hmm. a mobile companion that you can have access to the insights and data that you need, and easily update your treatment plan. With the belief that the quality of the care plan is going to be just as good as how easy it is mm-hmm. to keep it current and up to date. And the way to do that is a mobile first approach, which works even offline so that you shouldn't be dependent on good a stable internet connection. So that's truly something unique where one of her BCDAs mentioned that what she loves about awesome. our app is that you can treat and plan a bit, something that nobody, nobody ever imagined before, where the mindset was you need probably two screens to be able to do a factor of treatment planning. So that's something we're really proud about. And then. Really what I would say, how I would describe our platform that it's not a technology solution. It's this living and breathing platform that works for you, right? It's not just a system where you have to query and filter. You know, it's beyond the data model and the guardrails and validations that are built in all along the way. But the proactive automation, alerts, workflows, that our system works for you is, is a total mindset shift and a total different ball day than what people are used to. So I would say the essence of our platform is, is totally different than anything that's out there.
0: So Mordecai, one of the, you know, the last year, um, this topic of AI has just been everywhere, right, with ChatGPT. I mean, it almost feels like the world's changing more quickly around us than we can, at least that I can keep up with. I'm curious, how do you think AI will change our field or how can it be used To change our field?
1: Great question. When it comes to AI, I think it's really important to understand just fundamentally that AI is not here to replace or automate autonomous experiences. Rather, I think AI will be leveraged for co pilot type of capabilities and experiences for every type of user and persona in the field. Think about a BCBA that has a co pilot experience in their app that aggregates data brings to the forefront different priorities or different concerns that the BC then can review, analyze, and make clinical decisions, which that type of specification of aggregated and precise analytics. Imagine if you able commission which co-pilot experience within a session, generating activities that they can do incorporating. Evidence-based strategy that are established by the BCBA, the child's preferences, previous experiences in terms of what worked and what didn't work, child's principal interests, coming up with different activities and games potentially to promote the most appropriate opportunities to implement the most appropriate interventions that the BCBA set out in the care plan. Imagine a care coordinator or a child advocate sitting in the practice. Which, a co-pilot experience, really juggling all those different priorities and changing and shifting priorities that can shift just based on aging, right? What was a priority yesterday or what was not a priority yesterday, today can become a priority simply based on passing of another day and another parent that we didn't get back to. So that prioritization and scoring, so to say, in terms of tasks... Creating that co-pilot experience for a care coordinator to come into a day knowing what they need to do and having a co-pilot actually organizing their priorities and the tasks for them, I think that's the way to look at it.
0: This is this is such an important point that I I want to emphasize it. It's not like AI for the sake of AI. You told me once, Mordecai, that I think it was one of Microsoft's leaders said, BI before AI, that is business intelligence before artificial intelligence, which I think speaks exactly to what you're describing here is you need to have practical ways that you have this co-pilot. You have this system that's helping to enable and empower you as opposed to, oh, there's just some fun AI Terminator out there that's like, that we're playing around with and using. That's what I'm hearing really clearly from your feedback. Exactly, yeah.
1: I would say people like to think about API the capabilities and then see how do we just fold it into our platform. It seems like we know that AI has tremendous capability. Let's go back to our field and think about what are the greatest challenges that we have to overcome, and then come back to AI to see how AI can be the solution, help us overcome challenges that nobody ever imagined will overcome in such tremendous way. So examples that I just illustrated are, you know, really thinking about what does a BCBA really need in their workflow or their day-to-day practice. That can help them. AI can help. What are the oriented or the help or the system that be the efficient needs? AI can become their companion and their co-pilot. When it comes to scheduling, how much, you know, shorting and filtering and data mining they have to do when AI can be their companion and co-pilot. Treated by revenue cycle management, right? All different types of denial reason. Organizing all that information, managing and the all the shifting priority and revenue management is unbelievable. And then think about all the different engagement opportunities that AI can help us engage with our providers on an ongoing basis throughout their journey and throughout our process. Engaging with families throughout the intake process or throughout. One of the things that we automated in our practice, now that we have access to the data, we can see different patterns and different children that are struggling in different areas. We just automate different knowledge articles to go out either to the family directly or to the BCBA that so they can share with their families as resourced it. So we're able to send out knowledge articles to all the families that had children with self injurious behaviors, a knowledge okay. article on that. So really having access to that data, leveraging that data and automating different experiences that engage as parents and or um, practitioners, I think is game-changing. And that's really what a and it's enabling us now in a way, let's go back to the field. Let's go back to our vision and our dreams because now so much more is possible with AI.
0: Mm. It's almost like taking a first principles approach to problem solving, right? Opposed to thinking of like, what's the fanciest new use case for a technology? It's what inherent problems and challenges do we face and let's solve those.
1: And Jonathan, we used precisely this approach and this mindset when it came to the design of our app. We're thinking about the BCBAs, the the commission, in session, the child, what their experience should be. So I was sitting with my user experience team um, and I was telling them, my my dream is our app should be like Waze or Google Maps. Um, You will never hear somebody complain, oh, I have to log into Waze now and have to put in where I want to go to see where I want to get. You know you're going on a journey you turn to your device as your companion, you turn it on, you're happy it's helping you, it's guiding you, and they made sure to have the proper user experience to capture information while your eyes should be on the road. So to report a cop or traffic or whatever it is, a very, very soon experience so that while your eyes are on the, on the road, they are able to capture accurate and reliable information to help others. And at the same time, give you different insights, traffic alerts and things like that, while your eyes are on the roll in a very easy way. That was a, the goal that we had. A behavior with the commissioner or a BCB in a session, their eyes are on the child. How do we come up with an experience where their eyes are on the child, we give them meaningful insights without distracting them, and easy experiences to capture Relevant and reliable information throughout their session, while their eyes still remain on what's most important on the child.
0: Oh, that's such a beautiful analogy. The ways the Google maps, like have something there that can help you focus on what's most important, the kiddos we serve.
1: Jonathan, our vision was to create an experience that shifts the attitude and the mindset of how a behavioral technician And um, BCBA looks at the app. The app is their best friend. The app is their companion. It's there to help them get to the destination
0: that they need to reach. So beautifully said, Mordecai. Tell me, what's one thing every ABA business owner should start doing and one thing to stop doing?
1: I'll answer that question with one answer. There should not be any processes for the sake of requirements, compliance, or paperwork. Without it being a meaningful process, meaning anything that a BCBA or behavior technician does should be a meaningful process that directly impact the progress and the outcomes of the child. So there are many organizations that are deeply concerned. They should always worry and think about what do we do to be in compliant? As you're designing and doing all that R&D and creating those processes and making sure that you're in compliance, you may as well check off all the most Important and meaningful and thoughtful boxes to make sure that that work actually translates into real progress. So, for example, in our session of experience in the app, we made sure that the experience does not satisfy the BHCOE and MT standards, the standards of most major national players. But we were adamant to make sure that that experience is not only just an experience that meets all the compliance and regulatory standards, but it also gives an opportunity, a meaningful experience for ECVAs and the technicians to get a summary of their session, to get to reflect on their session, and an easy guided experience that directly ties to the most important aspects of what we want to capture from them that may guide them through that guided experience to think about the right question, the right consideration, and make that process a meaningful process while being in compliance. That is what technology can enable. That is how every ABA agency should start thinking because now it is possible.
0: Mordecai, you've used this really important term platform in our conversation. What does it mean to you to be a platform?
1: So to really be able to personalize or customize a solution for every practice, The only way to do that is build and position yourself as a platform. We leverage the Microsoft Dynamics Cloud for Healthcare, which enables a tremendous amount of no-code personalizations, workflows that any power user can really, on their own, create their own workflow, their own dashboards, their own reports, especially with our co-pilot experiences, they can even just type in a free form language, what they want to accomplish. And our platform will actually create those workflows for them. That's here. That's not future state. That's here. Um, that's not where AI is going. That's where AI is. But then it was also important to us to make sure that we don't limit anybody, which, only being able to configure or customize low code or no code template capabilities, we actually empower our partners with full custom personalizations and customizations whether it's through integration or building solution layers and module on top of our platform. It's a real platform where, whether you want no code, low code, or full code, we support it all. And as I mentioned, we have API access, open access, literally at every level. And we really encourage our partners to leverage the power of the platform by supporting them with robust documentation, by supporting them with our implementation and customer success team really working together hand-in-hand with them, whether they have their own team that we can empower, or they want to leverage us as a partner to help them personalize our platform in the best way possible for their practice. And then the reporting capabilities, there are different insights and different experiences within the um, platform, as I mentioned, to be really easily configured, but for more robust reporting, we have SQL endpoints, and unlimited capabilities to really empower practice, to really take advantage of their data, put their data to work, and put technology to work to support their practice and ultimately build technology around their practice.
0: I like that idea of building technology around the practice. Well, where can people find you online, Mordecai?
1: There's no place better than LinkedIn.
0: Oh, Amen. we'll make sure to drop a link in the show notes to your LinkedIn uh, profile. So are you ready for the hot take questions? Let's go. All right. You're on your deathbed. What's one thing you want to be remembered for?
1: I would say as a person that really cared for our shield, for our patients and care teams and did crazy
0: innovative things. What's your most important self-care practice?
1: Work. Um, work work do great for me.
0: I love it. You don't hear that answer much. Work. Right on. What's your favorite song and or music genre?
1: Um, so Hasidic music, that's a pretty unique genre. Um, but then I would say after Hasidic music, um, jazz, is probably my favorite genre, but I, I do like bias things up and, you know, I don't like too much of the same shuffling around different genres, probably my greatest preference.
0: What's one thing you'd tell your 18 year old self?
1: Never stop dreaming.
0: and you can only wear one style of footwear, what would it be?
1: So, being part of the considered community, I don't have that many options. <laughs> so, you know, many different variations of dress shoe. <laughs> that's, that's as exotic as they get.
0: <laughs> right on. Well, Mordecai, thanks so much for taking time to come on the pod.
1: Absolutely. Pleasure of mine.
0: Hey, kind listener. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, can you do me a favor? Give me a rating on your favorite podcast channel. It helps more values line people like you find the pod till next time. Peace.